was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the only podcast that lives by the code IDDQD. God mode. I am your host, Fuzzy Dan, and on episode 30, I'm joined by a man who puts the God mode in my doom. It's Mr. Duty Dutrum. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm the guy who tells you to play with each other and play with yourself. <laughs> you you're doing your outro uh, at the start of the episode. Well, look. <laughs> Now you know why you're here. <laughs> quality, quality content. Now you know what you've got in store for you at the end of this week. Yep. You'll yes. be told what to do and how to do it. <laughs> and who to do it with. How you been, buddy? What have you been playing this week? Good, good. Uh, this week I have, uh, of course, the, the titular game that we're talking about, or that I'm reviewing, is the Resident Evil... The first Resident Evil game has been completely remastered. Ooh. Uh, it was done originally, I think, in 2002 for the Nintendo GameCube. Nice. And then it went to the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 3, the PlayStation 4, and the Xbox One. And it's now hit the Nintendo Switch. Ooh. And, uh, the I've Switch. Th- I've got some thoughts. I've got some comparisons to make it. Uh, I would hope you'd have some thoughts. Um, I've also reinstalled Diablo 3 on... Diablo, thank you very Diablo. much. Diablo. Yeah. Diablo. Diablo. Blah, blah. Right. Uh, I've reinstalled that on the Nintendo Switch as well. Uh, I've forgotten all of my characters' abilities. I'm like, he looks cool. I just don't remember what his, his specs or whatever were. So yeah. I made a new character and I've started again. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Started all over from scratch. And of course, Fuzzy, we had our titular race. Oh, we did. Yeah. yeah. We we decided to uh, to do a new thing this week, and it's our Xbox Game Pass Challenge. Yes. Not sponsored by Xbox sponsored Game by Pass, Xbox, although no. we should be. I mean, Xbox Game Pass, you know... Sort of out. We do. We do have a sponsor that yes. we'll read out later. That we you forgot about last week. I know that was entirely my fault. Uh, as the host, I take full responsibility and blame duty. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I delegated the responsibility and I forgot to tell you about it. Uh, but yes, we played. Uh, we played the F1 2018. Yes. And I got my ass handed to me. Uh, there was a lot of cutting off of people and running into walls. Uh, some both, illegal on moves. Both sides, on some both illegal sides. moves. Both of us would have been banned. No races were. Well, actually, we only finished one race, and that was the race that you ran into me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, on my screen, it didn't say I ran into you. It just, it just, it showed that I'd like just gone in front of you and like weaved in front, and then you've just gone, motherfucker, how dare you? And I'm like, why? What happened? What happened? And then, uh, of course, we we did that on Twitch, so uh, a couple of people were watching. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine from work, Liam, was uh, was watching it, and he was messaging me at the same time. Yeah, like, Fuzzy shouldn't have gone to Black Flag. You can catch up to him. You can do this. <laughs> he told us what maps to pick. Bloody pit crew over here! Oh, I yeah. mean, come on! I need a, I see. That's what I needed—the motivational pit crew to continually message you to distract you from your racing. Yeah, hey man, I caught up. I was 27 <laughs> seconds behind, and I think on the last lap I was six seconds behind. Yes. I caught 20 seconds on you. Yes, you did, because oh. I was shit. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> my, my, my strategy for that race was to not go off the track, which was pretty awesome. It worked. Yeah, you were cutting some grass. I was. You were cutting lunches. This week's episode is brought to you by Jim's Mowing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So we're going to do some more uh, Twitch gameplay videos, uh, Xbox Game Pass Challenge. Yep, yep. Uh, and next week, we're going to do one. It's actually came out with Games with Gold, so it's a slight bit of a cheat. Yep. Uh, but we're going to get through it. It's um, the PGA Tour 2019. The Golf Club. The Golf Club. That's the one. Yes. Featuring PGA Tour. Yes. Uh, so, it, it's golf. Uh, we've decided... 
that you have to go through like a cha- uh, like a training thing as a part of the intro. Yep. So we're going to avoid all. The, we'll, we'll do that. You can learn how to play, uh, but we're not allowed to play any games of golf until we challenge each other next week. That is correct. We so are we're not gonna, allowed to play besides the tutorial and making your character. Yeah. We are not allowed to play. That's right. So I've got about twenty minutes, and that's that's done. I've even so started up. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until next week, and we'll uh, we'll pick a course. I believe we'll go with Augusta, um, so, sure. which is where they host the Masters every year, Judy. All right. And I'll, uh, I'll take you out on Amen Corner, brother. That's uh, All right. You'll be saying, yeah, cool. Amen. Oh, don't worry. I'm, <laughs> shit, I'm shit at golf as well. So, yeah. I think the entire, uh, the entire Twitch video will be us going, okay, so now uh, Fuzzy's coming up to the play here, and um, oh, can everyone be quiet, please? We'd like to hear the grass Dark. grow. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who does Mexican soccer to do golf one time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that'll be next week. So check us out. Um, we'll be on Tuesday night, most likely. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We'll, of course, plug it on all the socials if you want to come along and watch. And, of course, uh, it'll hit YouTube as well at some point if you want to watch it on YouTube. There'll be a quick cut together version of it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you can check us out at shaken underscore not underscore noob. No, wait, we're on the yep. noob. Uh, we're yep. on noob. Okay. Shaken underscore not underscore noob. On Twitch. That's and uh, we'll be up there next Tuesday night going live with golf. The golf club. <laughs> you have selected three wood. <laughs> Power drive. It's going to be a heap of those quotes. <laughs> Steve Calvello's putting challenge. The game uh, where you attack each other with rusty golf clubs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Judy. Well, this week we've got a bit of news to go through, so I'm going to hit that pretty hard yep. and we'll hit it fast. First cab off the rank. I want to talk about it. Drop today. Red hot. It was awesome. It's about nine minutes long to watch. Oh, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> I know exactly is what you're talking about. the gameplay and release date trailer for the amazing Hideo Kojima film uh, game. Film, film, film game. Yeah. Film game, Flame. You watch more cutscenes than you do play those games. Pretty much. Uh, it's called Death Stranding, and we've got a fish- an official release date of the 8th of November. And boy, oh boy, does this game look like... It looks like the weirdest acid dream that you've ever possibly had in your entire life. All melded into what he used to do with Metal Gear Solid. Like, they've just let him off the leash, and he's just gone nuts on it. So, what studio is behind this? Because he was within the Metal Gear Solid, Konami. It's his, Who is he with now? It's his own studio. Is it just him? Yeah. Right. He made his own studio. He was like, fuck you guys, because they wanted to do... Uh, they, they did that game, Metal Gear Survive. Which is now on uh, Game Pass. It is, and I would recommend not playing it, because it's a piece of shit. Um, but... They, so he decided that they weren't listening to him. He wasn't able to do what he wanted to do, so he went off and did his own thing. And this is the result of about three to four years' worth of work. Damn. Um, some of the uh, the character modelling in this looks amazing. Uh, we've got Mads Milkinson in there. Um, we've got Leah Sado in there. Yep. Uh, we've got Norman Reedus in there. So, yep. yeah, we've got uh, a few big-name actors, and it looks crazy. Okay. And look, like I will just say, like yeah, it is a JRPG of the the highest caliber. Um, so Japanese role playing yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Like these games are just crazy. As to start with, this guy is the he's the forefront of the crazy movement of JRPGs. So very much looking forward to it. Um, I would say as well, they dropped out today with a, a whole bunch of pre order stuff and you know pre order bonuses. I will remind you once again, as as you know, my sign off at the end, the start of the episode. Uh, to say, never, ever, ever pre-order anything. Yeah, anything yeah. ever. Especially yeah. from EA. But <laughs> as well from Hideo Kojima. Just hold off. It's very experimental, and we'll we'll see how that goes when it comes out in November. Mm. You well, got some news, buddy? Speaking of EA, fuzzy. Um, EA uh, Australia contacted us. They've uh, they've 
provided uh, well they've pro- provided everyone now but uh, yes. we got an email from them as well saying um, they've provided the the times of their uh, EA live stream so it's the EA Play live stream which sure. is uh, this Saturday nice so it's actually before E3 and at 2.15 in the morning in Australia you'll get the countdown to EA Play which is a 15 minute countdown sure and then from 2.30 you get Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order which is their first game off the rank Okay, so you'll be up at 3 o'clock in the morning. and uh, 2.30, I'll be up. 2.30, yes. Yep. Uh, 3 o'clock is Apex Legends. 3.30 is Battlefield 5. 4 a.m. is FIFA 20. 4.30 is Madden 20. And 5 a.m. is The Sims 4. Okay, so basically you can go to bed after you've seen Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, giant Star Wars fan. But, um, yeah. yeah, so they've announced that and, and what we can expect. I'm really interested i find it interesting that they put star wars first and not last because star wars Jeez, of course, right it's, the it's a new ip who, yeah. ends up, who ends on sims sims is apparently sims 4 is free and it's people are going nuts for it yeah it's sims like me hey man don't don't uh, don't bag the sims <laughs> but speaking of e3 stuff we did have um we posted earlier this week uh, a bunch of the list times for ea's um e- sorry the e3 shows yes uh, for each of the big uh, big shows that are going on yep. um converted to australian times because this is the correct time that you should be pr- uh, printing yep. and not the bloody u.s time so you know the, the yep. times that really matter we will of course when uh, there will be a special e3 episode that will do reporting everything on e3 speculation thoughts opinions everything yeah um, and that'll be, of course, with our friends Ben Russell and Evan from Gamey Gamey Games, Stupid Old Studios. Sure. I heard they added another gamey, so it's now Gamey 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 Game. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's a new thing. Gamey Squared? Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Squared. There we go. Squared Games. <laughs> gamey 3. No, that's three. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Next, uh, next off the list. Um, we've had another delay for games. Um, and this one is for The Last of Us 2. Whoop-dee-doo, Basil. Uh, nah, sorry, I haven't. I, I yeah, like The Last of Us. I played about three hours there and I just sort of wandered off. <laughs> anyway, for those of us who like good games, The Last of Us 2 has actually Sorry, you like Metal Gear Solid 5. You can't talk. Uh, as does most of the universe, and we, we will quite happily go into that if you'd like. <laughs> anyway, The Last of Us 2, big... Uh, big release title for this year yep. uh, has been delayed until 2020 and the start the, of 2020 isn't it uh, they, they're saying possibly February which possibly means April or March so I, I don't February know February is fe- isn't God of War came out in March of last year I think it was April yeah, yeah that's, so that's a really good release time for, for it could first be, party exclusives I reckon they're, they're saying very possibly at this stage it's definitely delayed yep. but possibly February next year so stay tuned for that one I mean it's a game that everyone's a, a lot of people are excited about yeah um, PlayStation exclusive lots of fun with it so um, I'm looking forward to seeing it and yeah bit of a shame it's been delayed as long as they get it right though that's I amazing. think it's a good period to release it though because it'll be after everyone has gotten Call of Duty or Battlefield or whatever the, the end of year game Got it, gotten that and, out of their system after everyone is already on board of it well this one was due for I think it was August this year yeah it's so it's been a little bit dangerous to release in that period. Yeah, I think the I th- only games that can really get away with it are things like uh, Red Dead. How Red Dead was releasing at the end of last year, and yeah. Call of Duty moved yeah. out of the way of it. So I think look, we'll see what happens. But yeah, definitely next year. So 2020. Apologies to all of those people. You're going to have to wait just a little bit longer. Just a little bit. Uh, well, speaking uh, back on E3. Um, Xbox and uh, Microsoft Australia are having, uh, of course, for people who cannot go to E3, uh, you can, of course, watch the uh, the stream live on Mixer, which is their streaming platform, um, similar to Twitch. But, of course, um, they've got this really cool thing called the Green Carpet Event, which uh, us are aware of. Um, is it Essentially, is they get a gold-class cinema or they get a, a flashy cinema 
and they rent it out for $20 a seat. It starts at 6am uh, Melbourne time. <laughs> 6am, you get, of course, gold class seating. You watch the whole conference live. Free E3 swag. So you'll actually get some of the swag that is on the E3 floor. Wow. A, uh, the prizes and chances to win uh, prizes. So, like, uh, apparently an Xbox One X is up for a run. Oh, okay. Uh, free breakfast. Okay. Yeah, then, you had me at free breakfast. Okay, you had me at free breakfast. <laughs> uh, and then after the... Why didn't you lead with that? <laughs> and then after the whole uh, experience is done, after E3 is done, they actually put a full movie on for you to watch if you want to watch it. And this Which is? X-Men The Dark Phoenix. For 20 bucks... I mean, you, you leave it with free breakfast and the, you, you get a free breakfast with your $20 ticket at a gold-class cinema. Just don't say the rest of well, them. Well, with, with that though, <laughs> $20, free breakfast, swag, chance to win stuff, live E3... And then two hours of your day left. I mean, so you can just ignore that. It did, it did say on the email when we got it, for those who want to stay. <laughs> <laughs> or for those who opt Hard to pass. stay. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm contemplating going to it. Um, okay. It's going to be a big weekend that weekend for us as well, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. we got uh, Comic-Con on that weekend. Comic-Con and X-Men in Review. Yeah, and, you know, maybe some social time in there. Nah, nah. there's no time for that. Um, well, speaking of things, all things EA, I've got to go back to them because there's some other news with them. Anthem. The big, the big release title um, is Crashing and Burning, Dirty. Yeah. Crashing and Burning. Um, so there's two big bits of news with them. Uh, first of all, it was supposed to deliver an event uh, during May mm. called Cataclysm. I'd heard about this, yeah. Yeah, like okay. The, the um, name of the event, yeah. And the date today is, Duty? Uh, the 30th of May. Yeah. So Precisely. Um, it is uh, just past three. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Three or three. So, so one day in a bit before the end of the month, and no cataclysm. Have so they announced anything of when it where it is? They, apparently, on? their Twitter account has not said anything for over a month. Um, so there's just nothing coming out of EA. The rumors are that they're just dropping the support for it everywhere. They're shutting down servers. They're doing all sorts of stuff. They're really dropping it. Yeah, they're dropping it hard. Um, it's on also on the back of news that a couple of weeks ago, um, that actually no, a week ago, um, that. Anthem has now fallen out, uh, fallen out of the top 49 Xbox games going on at the moment, uh, meaning that it currently has less than 2,500 active players. Holy crap. So that's somebody who's played, I believe, within the last two weeks. So That's insane. So it is now, I think there's uh, Battlefield 1 is at um, 49 on the list. Battlefield 1 is and they, still there. They currently have 2,500 active players, so that means Anthem is less than that. Anthem is less has less players in a game that's three years old. Yeah, and this 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 is just on the Xbox channel, so yeah, they it could might be different on PlayStation or PC. Absolutely, yeah. but I mean, it's a big sign that they are slowing down hard. I'm surprised that they're not trying to do the the maybe not so much division, but the Destiny game model, where of course when Destiny One came out, a lot of people didn't like it, and then they fixed it from there. Yeah, and yeah, they improved yeah. it from there. But yeah. no, I think they they have given up the ghost on this one. There were too many problems at launch, and I think they just put it in the two fucking Jesus. hard baskets. So uh, they're focusing on things like Apex Legends, um, obviously doing quite well for them at the moment. Speaking I think, of Apex Legends, yeah. So there we go. Apex Legends. Its revenue is down 74% Ooh. in the last two months. Okay. Yeah, that's for a fucking segue. It was, <laughs> there was a big big flare at the start then, and we, we, we toted it as potential Fortnite killer. and uh, Down 74% revenue. It doesn't mean people aren't still playing it. I know, uh, people uh, might have already bought all of the skins that you can exactly. buy. Exactly, yeah. Like people, some people out there will do it. A, a friend of, uh, of the show, Emmy Cosplay, every time I log into Xbox, she's playing Apex. Every now and then she says, do you want to play Apex? And I say, no, I uninstalled it. 
Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, it's down 74%. And look, I think they had a very... Well, they had a lot of skins to buy up front. They had those two extra players that you could buy. Three now. Three, yeah. okay. I, I think maybe once they add on some more content for people to, yeah. to buy. And I think they tried to do some loot box systems and all the rest of it, and that got shut there, down there pretty There is a quick. loot box system, and it's not as... Entertaining or enthralling as uh, the the Overwatch ones. The Overwatch one is you're excited to open the loot box because you want to know what's in there. The Apex one's like, eh, cool, I don't care. Yeah, I'm yeah, still so going to play as Phil the the this whatever the fuck his name. Phil no the plumber. Phil McCracken. Phil my Kraken. He's a plumber. <laughs> anyway, it's a joke, duty. Get living the now. All right, moving on to some other news. Now. Speaking of things that have sold stuff, uh, Total War Three Kingdoms. Oh yes, I read about this. Yes, has uh, it was released last week, twenty third. Um, it has sold over one million copies in a week. Where have those copies been sold? Primarily, though, Fuzzy. Um, I don't know. I didn't see that part. I, I only read the title. <laughs> Guess what? Majority of copies have been sold. China, China, China. <laughs> and where is the game set, Fuzzy? China. That's what I <laughs> yeah. thought. No, look, I, I, there is, there's always been a big push. Um, there's. <laughs> There's a two-sided community within Total War. One side really likes the fantasy elements of the game. Yep. The other side likes the realism elements of the game. Fantasy. So, like, and I'm a big fan of Warhammer. I think it's a a better game. Congratulations to your brother, by the way, as well. Uh, Warhammer. 40k. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. He's uh, he's a tabletop legend. I started on 40k, then moved to fantasy, then just moved away from the game completely. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, yeah, Fuzzy Junior. Um, Junior? He, I don't know. He's, he's got a giant fucking beard compared to you. He's as fucking well. huge as well. He's about six foot. The fuck happened to you? He's huge. He's massive. Anyway, um, so what he's. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, was, uh, he was at a tournament in uh, Canberra that they had in Australia a couple of weeks back. Shit. Actually, no, this was in Queensland. There was another yep. one in Canberra that he went to. Yep. Uh, and he took out the uh, national championship for the uh, Warhammer 40Ks. What so. army does it roll? Oh, fuck if I know. I have no idea what that... You're talking gibberish. Uh, I cannot wait to meet him. Uh, yeah, so he's he's a legend now. He's got his name on a trophy. Uh, so there we go. Well done. Uh, but yes, <laughs> total war. <laughs> Back to that. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a big division between the realism and the, the fantasy side. Yep. And now that they've started to bring back some realistic games, people are jumping on board. This one's actually quite. It's a solid game. Yep. But I think it's just it's very pigeonholed for for what it is. So it, it streamlines a lot of that that mundane play. Um, but I think just the the lack of characters and armies and difference between troops really puts me off that gameplay. The, the, yeah, the wide variety of choices compared to the Warhammer ones, where yeah. you can be elves or demons or uh, whatever. But then, then again, they've had what you know multiple years to develop that over time, and they've got great material to go back to. Yeah. You can't exactly put fucking dragon knights and flying. Yeah, you know, flying Pegasus knights in in the middle of, of China. Who wants to be Britannia? No one wants to be Britannia. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, the Pegasus knights are pretty cool. Um, you will you will remember that the first time we played, I played as Britannia. No, you didn't. First time you played, you played as dwarves. Oh, that's right. The second time I played as Britannia, and you couldn't catch me because I kept flying away. I yeah, because I had no range <laughs> attacks. I'm like, get on the ground, I'll fuck you up. But if you're on the air, I cannot hit you. Uh, yeah, so there we go. But look, selling really well, million units. That's huge. If you're interested in Total War, if you like the games of the past, I would recommend this. This is very close to Attila uh, in gameplay style. So if you like Attila, you'll love this. Fuzzy, got any more news? Because I can rattle off the rest. Uh, I do one last piece of news that you'll be very excited about. A yes. game that's coming to Switch yes. in September. Yes. September 24th. Go on. It's called Dead by Morning Time. Daylight. 
And did you also see the uh, the additional DLC character that's coming to the game? Um, yeah, Ghostface. Yeah. Ghostface Killer. Yeah. Well, not Ghostface Killer, but, you know. Scream. Yeah. Ghostface, yes. But I think the new map for the game, because every time they introduce a new character, they introduce a new map as well. So, like, for... For the, the game Saw, they introduced the, the, the pig warehouse sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and this looks like it's in like a Bunnings, like a hardware store. Like a big hardware store. Why wouldn't they put it in someone's like house or something like There's that? There's a lot of house maps. There's okay. buttloads of house maps. Have they got uh, any cra- character modelling for uh, Drew Barrymore? No, so far it looks Very like it might be only be uh, Ghostface. Okay. The previous DLC for it was Ash from Evil Dead, where you actually played as Bruce Campbell, and it was voiced by Bruce Campbell. That's pretty cool. Right. Uh, I mean, get on to Drew Barrymore. She's not doing much these days. Excuse me, are you Drew Barrymore? What? <laughs> what? Get out of here. Um, <laughs> well, uh, speaking of rumours, and nothing had to do with the rumours. Speaking of rumours. <laughs> is that uh, Ubisoft or Ubisoft are making a subscription service. Um, so there's rumours of that popping up. So EA's got one, of course. We've got one with Game Pass. There's rumours of that. Um, I'm, see, I'm, I get it. EA, Ubisoft, I think those guys potentially could do it, but... They, there's not enough within there. I like Xbox Game Pass because they've got a, a bigger variety of different yeah. channels. Like, I don't want to just be like, I don't want just EA games. Or what if it, I think if it's like if it's f- EA, maybe not so, but if it's uh, Ubisoft, let's say for conversation's sake, it's five dollars a month, and it includes the new Assassin's Creed every year. It includes the Rare. new uh, Division or the new Ghost Recon or whatever it might be every year. If so many people spend five dollars a month. That might be better revenue for them rather than the $60 titles in store. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, we've already got the EA Early Access stuff, which you can get. Yep. You need to be an Origin member, I think, for that. Which yeah. Which is their streaming thing. Uh, their, their yeah, no, no, pass for me. I want, you know, I want the Netflix-style subscription service, which is what we're getting with Game Pass. Yeah. So. Um, well, speaking of more games coming to the Nintendo Switch, one of my personal favorite MMORPGs is coming, which is already on the Xbox and the PlayStation, DC Universe Online. Sure. I actually quite enjoy that game. It's where you make a villain or a superhero and you learn under Batman or the yeah. Joker or something like that. I, I think much. I played that for about an hour and went, meh. I, I love it. Um, the Simpsons writers and producers will be having a panel at E3. A lot of people are hoping it is a remake remaster of Hit and Run. Fuzzy, did you play Hit and Run? I did. It was uh, the best. Yeah, sure. It was Simpsons GTA. It was great. It was It was ahead of time and place. I, I honestly don't think they would be attending for a remaster of that. I think they they might be doing something. The new. crowd will go wild. Yeah, but I I just have you seen The Simpsons in recent times? We've talked about this on our uh, Shaken Not Nerd. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently they're, they're getting better than what they used to be post season ten. Yeah, I don't know about that. Right, they haven't been good for like fucking fifteen years. So meh. Uh, well, EA uh, EA Sports also um, mess- tweeted out. That FIFA 19 is getting a uh, e-championships league, sure, so an esports league, sure, as well as some free DLC that adds FIFA 2019 Women's World Cup. So um, rather than just playing traditional FIFA, you can actually play sort of the, in the female league now, which is awesome. Yeah, they've they've had that for the last couple of editions, which is great. But okay. yeah, they're adding in uh, the World Cup functions now as well. So yeah, yeah, it's, that's great. I mean, look, always love a bit of FIFA. It's a title I buy every year. Um, don't play it as much as I should, but it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I think the very last thing I have... Oh, no, I've got two more things. Uh, the two new DLC characters are coming to Jump Force. Set of Kyber from the Yu-Gi-Oh! series, All Might from My Hero Acadia, and Biscuit Kruger from Hunter x Hunter. Okay. And uh, the last piece of news I've got is we were teased it in 2015. Ooh. We have heard absolutely nothing since. Ooh. Square Enix yep. are showing their game at E3 for Avengers. 
Remember the Avengers teaser trailer Square Enix made 2015? No. You don't remember it? <laughs> no. It was awesome. It was like rubble and destruction and everything. And it was like Thor's hammer on the ground with all these like bricks around it. There was like Captain America's shield dented to shit. Okay. Oh, Bruce Banner's glasses like snapped in half and you could hear the Hulk like screaming in the background. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, so we're finally going to see what that is. Okay. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Anyway. Well, we've got a sponsor duty. That indeed we do. You shouldn't have said that while well, I had beer in my mouth. <laughs> I did it because you had beer in your mouth so that I could say it first so you could do the ad read. <laughs> Who are they? They are the people at, the people, the person at Culture Shock Collectibles. Look at his eyes. See the beer <laughs> in his, his eyes. <laughs> uh, you can find them at www.cultureshockcollectibles.com. The link will be in our show notes and on our Facebook page. Yeah. And they are a collectible store that has Funko Pops. They have Hot Toys. They have Ninja Turtle Neckers. They got Power Rangers. They got Sideshow Collectibles. They got everything collectible you can think of. All of the collectible things. All of the collectible yes. things. Yes. I've pre-ordered myself a couple of figures. Yes, uh, you did. I have pre-ordered myself a Director Cranic Hot Toy. Sure. A Obi-Wan Hot Toy. Yep. And the Doctor Strange from Infinity War Hot Toy. Oh, okay. As well as I just purchased a Darth Maul Funko Pop. Why did I do that? Comic-Con's coming up. You might be able to guess why. Oh, teaser. Oh, yeah. Some things possibly to come. Um, the one toy that I saw recently that I think you should have got is now, we talked about this, the, the Infinity Gauntlet, the damaged ah, one for yes. Iron Man. Now they've got the Hulk version of that. Yep. And, ooh, it looks good. Now that re- <laughs> It's actual size. I believe that retails for a 1000 bucks. If you pre-order now with Michael, it is cheaper. Yes, there we go. So uh, it's actual size. It says it right there. Actual size. It's actual Hulk hand size. Yeah, which is it looks if, pretty cool. If I'm not mistaken, it is slightly, ever so slightly smaller than the Thanos Infinity Gauntlet. Really? Yeah. I would have thought Hulk had bigger hands than Thanos. Thanos has got a little bit bigger hands, but his gauntlet actually goes sort of down, down to the down a little bit more closer to the elbow, where the okay. gauntlet sort of just came halfway through the um sure, the forearm. Sure. It looks pretty badass though. It does look pretty damn cool. You can also buy if you don't want to get the one-one scale. It's a lot of money, thousand bucks. You can get the Iron Man version, which I think is about six hundred bucks, which yep. is a one-one scale. We can get the one-quarter scale, which is about six inches or so, and that's about two hundred bucks. About six inches. Don't trust him on that one. Uh, but yeah, you, or you could get the Funko Pop version, which is about 30 bucks. Yeah. You which can is do that. still pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So check him out, cultureshotcollectibles.com for all of your collectible needs. Yes, yes. And uh, see what's going on with that Darth Maul Funko Pop shortly. <laughs> there we That's go. So fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, so, Duty, this week we're talking about uh, a remaster that came out on the Switch. You teased it earlier. Yes, yes. Talked about it a little bit. Resident Evil. Is this zero or is it one? This is. I'm reviewing one this week. Yeah. Uh, Capcom Australia sent us codes for Resident Evil Zero. Thank you, Capcom. Resident Evil and Resident Evil Four. Oh, three games for the price of one. Yeah. Well, yes. that's the thing. You buy them all as a pack on the Nintendo Wii Store. You can't buy them physically. You actually have to download them from the Nintendo Okay, so shop. DLC only. Yep. yep. Cool. Um, and uh, holy crap. There's a 30-minute gameplay of, of me playing on YouTube if you want to check it out. Don't have to. That's fine. Um, but it No, is- you should. You have to. <laughs> like, if you made it this far, go and watch it. Like, if you like Resident Evil, go and check Ian it out. Ian said he watched it and he found it pretty funny. Oh, it's just me talking I mean, that's myself. Ian. Like, he was probably high at the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems to be the opposite problem. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it is uh, the original Resident Evil 1 that came out on the PlayStation 1. I think in 1996, the original one came yeah, out. Yeah, jeez. And if you go back and look at the original... You would have been, like, two years old then, right? Four. Um, <laughs> if you go back and take a look at the uh, the original gameplay of it, it's boxy, it's... It's it's PlayStation 1 graphics, and it's PlayStation 1 voice acting as well. Yeah. You almost became a Jill sandwich. 
That is an actual line from the original game. It, it, it sounds like a sex move as and well, by the way. that's exactly how it was said. You, <laughs> you would have made a Jill sandwich. I want a Jill sandwich. There's Jill in the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Jill you know I'm allergic to Jill? <laughs> Come to the bathroom. I want to yell at you some more. <laughs> um, but it is a complete HD. It's not just a HD remaster. That's like It's just the original game on the Switch, and it's in widescreen. It's actually the graphics are completely redone. Oh, okay, so it's not the box anymore. No, the box, the box, the box. The box. Um, it is actually a, it's probably mid-level to sort of, because the, the, the processing power of the Nintendo Switch, it's not up there with the, with the Xbox One or the PlayStation 4, but it's still high-end, probably 360 graphics, Yeah. Um, where you can see reflections in the floor, you can see Ooh. shadows coming out of walls, like it's pretty damn pretty. Okay, <laughs> pretty pretty. Pretty pretty. Um, so pretty. <laughs> I'm just picturing uh, a dumb dumb, a pretty bird. Pretty. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. thinking of Wesley Snipes from White Man Can't Jump. Oh, so pretty. Jesus. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, if you've seen White Man Can't Jump, you'll get the reference. Right. Um, Great movie, by the way. Anyway, so yeah, I've been playing that. You get to choose the character you want to play as at the start, of course, Jill or Chris Redfield, and you get to change costumes. So there's some little um, sort of fun additions added to it. Um, okay. And of course, the way that the game works is it's it got the old school camera angles of the original Resident Evil, so it's not like the Resident Evil Two remake that we got, which is completely remastered. Yeah, that was like a whole new game, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And so this one is it's got the old school sort of the cameras in the corners of the room, and you sort of walk around and then it flips ah, position yeah, and stuff. yeah, nice. And it's got that's like old school Tomb Raider and shit. Yep. Yeah, and it's got the uh, the old school tank control. So if you're moving left, like if you you know, pushing left on one direction, your character will run left. And then when the camera moves, if you're still holding left, he'll still keep going. But then if you stop, you have to readjust. Oh, okay. That's um, that's, that's a cool addition because it used to be like you'd cut camera angles and it's all of a sudden you're moving back in the other direction. Yeah. You just like spend time like... Wait, get yeah. my bearings. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, though, it's got the, the challenging uh, gameplay of you cannot move and shoot at the same time. Oh, for fuck's sake. And if you, uh, you have to aim your gun to shoot, you can't just shoot, like you can't just push a button and shoot. You actually have to hold a button to aim yeah. and then shoot with another button oh, and you I hate that so much and because you're not using a, a what we're sort of accustomed to as a traditional aiming it still stays in that sort of the position of where the camera's located and they literally just you know hold their gun out and you can just swivel on point just up down yeah. left right that's it so you can't actually really aim for the head yeah. you just have to keep shooting them and hope you get them and that's the no, I wouldn't. Say, you, you can't really judge it on those factors because it's an old. Because that was at, at that time. That was how. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's but I will say that at the time when that came out, I believe I got that game or or hired that game from mm. like a blockbuster. That's how old it was. Um, and Jeez, Captain Marvel. <laughs> so anyway, I hired it from a blockbuster, and it, um, I, I remember playing it for about an hour. Yeah. And as soon as that mechanic came, and I was like, "Well, I don't fucking want to play this anymore." It was almost like an instant return because it just it was so yeah. It just felt so, like counterintuitive to play that. Yeah. See, I, I actually quite like because it it's a little more challenging, and I found the the first time I played it, uh, which is the actual game capture itself. I you get these things called ink ribbons. Ink ribbons go on the typewriter that allows you to save the game. You start off with six, Fucking and you find hipsters. ink ribbons throughout the throughout the game, and yep. it allows you to save more. Yeah. And I would save every time I'd go into the room, even if I found absolutely nothing. So I. Ran out of bullets and I ran out of ink ribbons and I've gone shit. So I literally have nothing left. I can't well, remember. This what game's over. <laughs> so I restarted it and sort of I start thinking more survivalist. I'm like, okay, you fought one zombie, you had nine rounds, then you've got six now. You can get away with not saving. That's fine. Yeah. And it even becomes one of those things of okay, I haven't found ammo. I've got six bullets left. 
I need to find more ammo, otherwise I'm running around with a knife. There's two zombies in this hall. I'm like, I need to trick them to come around and follow me around the table and then double back around the table. Like, it, it becomes that sort of a bit more puzzle survival rather than traditional zombie horror shooting. Okay, no, fair enough. Like, see, I'm playing, like, State of Decay 2 at the moment. Good game. Uh, I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. It's a lot of... It, it's getting sort of late game for me at the moment. Yep. Um, and that's... But that feels a lot more like the gameplay... Like, it's still very stilted, but I feel like the, the combat and movement to that are a lot more intuitive. Yeah, no, and like you're allowed to like you're allowed to feel like you can interact. I feel like games like Resident Evil were always very much a you've got to forget your own world and be immersed in this world, and they force you to think in that different manner. And it's not necessarily that, that, that natural intuitive play that works for. I would say the original, like what I'm talking about, the original Resident Evil for sure. the remake remaster. It's it's more it's more steady. It's it's completely different. I think you need to experience two. Okay. Um, but one is, is, is quite interesting. It's quite fun. Um, of course, you know, the if you watch the original PlayStation 1 cutscenes, they're real actors, like, actually out in the field acting and being like, oh, my real God. Real actors. Oh, real in, in quotation marks. But it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, he's dead. No, don't go. Like this really bad C-action, uh, C-list action movie. Yeah. And then well, because, it's the, because at the <clears> time, this would have been developed in Japan, and so they needed English speakers that were living Bingo. in Japan, and they would have been like backpackers or people like, you know, over there teaching kids English. Bingo. Like, yeah. They, they, they're not actors. They're just dudes they pulled in off the street. <laughs> yep. Uh, so in this game, they've remastered all of those into actually cutscenes with the, the CG models and everything like that. The voice acting is a little bit better. Um, it's, it's actually a really, really fun, outstanding game. I will say, though, playing it on the go... Not the smartest idea for me. Because playing it at home, oh shit, oh fuck, that's fine, whatever. Playing it on the train once, headphones in, oh shit. <laughs> and, you know, it's a, it's a Monday morning on the way. Couple of F-bombs. <laughs> yeah. Not just that. Uh, zombie pops around a door and I've gone, fuck, oh fuck, I don't have any bullets. <laughs> and I've looked up and all these people looked at me on the train. I'm like, I'm playing my Nintendo. I'm sorry, I didn't realise. And then people just started laughing. And I'm like, okay. I can only play this in the car while I'm waiting for my <laughs> life to finish work. <laughs> so I have not played it on the train, but it's it's one of those fun... It's one of those games that if you're playing it in public, be wary of your surroundings. <laughs> uh, previously, when I reviewed like Diablo on the Nintendo Switch, I missed my train stop multiple times because I was so enthralled in what was going on. And now I was actually screaming out of fear in public. So basically now we're just not allowed to let you out in public, is what you're saying? Yep. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah fine. fair enough. Yeah, okay. uh, it, it's, a, it's a fun game. It's actually really, really enjoyable. Awesome. Um, if we had to give this a review uh, out of five? Uh, for a remake, remaster, and it's it's got all the old school mechanics, uh, I think if you love Resident Evil, you'll find it as a nine or a ten. If you're new to the series, you'll find the challenges in the in the gun combat and the, the, the tank controls and the old school camera style, I reckon you'd say maybe... Oh, three and a half, maybe four, if you're new to the series. Sure. But I think after you spend about half an hour to an hour with it and have a bit of fun with it, you'll yeah. be like, actually, this is really cool. So, worthy remaster, you think? Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. This is this is up there with Crash Bandicoot's remaster, because that was literally just a graphics overhaul with the same gameplay and the same controls and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah. O- awesome. But uh, we've also got, at the end of this episode, I will put in uh, a friend of ours, Dave from the Super Movie Brothers. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Uh, he is uh, reviewed for us World War Z. What? Which uh, apparently is an outstanding game. What? We haven't picked up our own copies of it yet. No. Um, but apparently, it's the it's what people are calling the new version of Left 4 Dead. 
That's um, what we called it last week. I think so. <laughs> um, and he, he says, um, so far from what he says, like zombies, of course, same thing with Left 4 Dead. They can't climb ladders. They can't, you know, uh, do anything that like jump up and grab things. Or maybe not Left 4 Dead. But they start piling on top of each other like in the movies to get up. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking terrifying. So he's, uh, he's actually played it. Uh, and uh, he sent us a review that I'm going to put at the end of the episode. Oh, lovely. Stick around for that. Thanks yeah. very much, Dave. But um, for my question to you, Fuzzy. Yes. Original remake remasters of games... Mm-hmm. Not like the Resident Evil 2 remake that we got that was a complete overhaul, which is a fantastic game. Yeah. But are there any old school games that you played on your PlayStation 1 or Nintendo 64 or whatever it might be that you'd want just a graphical overhaul and, and port it onto the new consoles? Good question. Uh, Tenchu, I think, sir. Oh, Remember Tenchu? Tenchu? Yeah. With, um, we kind of oh. got a little bit of that with Sekiro, but like Sekiro's more no, Dark Souls than anything. Yeah. I, I want Tenchu. Tenchu, I think Tenchu Assassins, I think, was the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 version where you made your own character. Yeah. And then you learned how to essentially be an assassin ninja from R- Ricky Maru. Yeah, that's that was right. A character? Yeah. yeah. So I'd, I'd like to see that because I think there'd, there'd be like there was Tenchu a lot of cool stealth. Tenchu was a best. There was a lot of cool stealth options in it, and it was it made you feel like a badass ninja. The bamboo pipe. If you go in the water and you put the bamboo yeah. pipe, and you could just breathe and sit there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So yeah, yeah. so remake some Tenchu. I think that was a lot of fun. Um, we've already had a bunch of like Final Fantasy games like remastered. I think we're getting seven, seven yeah. which is like my one that they had like the four discs. I think apparently, I think you can either play it in traditional mode and taking it in turns, or like the more recent Final Fantasies where you can actually run up and bash people. Yeah, I kind of like the running up and bash. I don't like the turn base. Yeah, turn base only works for Pokemon. Look, at the, at the time it was an amazing game. I don't know how it's going to hold up. Yeah, because that story was so fucking long, and it was one of those games which was. Typical JRPG at the time. Uh, had a lot of text boxes popping up um, so that they didn't have to spend money on voice actors. So, well, now we've got voice actors. Yeah. So yeah, it would be interesting to see if they keep that because if they do, I think there's a huge nostalgia factor to it, but I don't know if it'll hold up as a replay. The, uh, uh, the, the evil corporation, and that was the Shinron Electrical Company, I think it's called? Pass. It was something like that, yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine's got a tattoo parlor that he's named the bad guy after that series of games. Oh. Yeah, Shinron Tattoos, I think it's called. I yeah. see. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah, look, I think that'd be a really fun game to, to get up there. I'd really like to see some, uh, some remasters of the original Grand Theft Autos as well. Um, top, top view? Their top views, yeah. In a HD... Like yeah. graphical remaster. Yep. Yeah, I think they'd be really, they were a lot of fun. Like uh, the where that game started from to where you know Rockstar is now, mm-hmm. I think they were a lot of fun, and they I think we're missing a lot of like while there's a bit of wow factor to what we've had recently with Red Dead Redemption, I think we're less, uh, we're missing that fun and that, that enjoyability and that real just like go out and play and see what the fuck happens. Yeah, and um, I'd like to see some more of that coming back. So yeah, a couple of those maybe original Grand Theft Auto on the Switch. There we go. That's a game I'd buy. I'd spend thirty bucks on that game right now. Thirty bucks. I uh, I, I raise your original Grand Theft Auto. Sure. And I bet uh, a HD. We've we've got a, a a new version in the series, but the original with just polished graphics or even just classic graphics will still be fine on the Switch. Sure. The original Doom. Yeah. On the Switch would be pretty because you love Dead Cells. Yeah. But just the OG Doom on widescreen on the Switch. Yeah. You know I reckon? Yeah. I I look, I, I like Doom, but like, you know, I've got an emulator for it now, and I can play it on my PC anytime I want to, and I don't because, yeah, wow, yeah. Look, I, th- I think Doom's one of those games. I think it's now built just for speedrunners. So, like, the only people who play it are people who are running it for speed or fans. Because there's um the creator of, of Doom, John Ramiro, I think his name is. Sure, one of the creators of Doom. He made a a map pack with like eight new maps and stuff like that. You can spend thirty yeah. bucks and buy. 
Yeah, look, I mean, there's a lot of new stuff coming up with Doom. We've got a new game coming out this year. So oh, yeah, Doom Eternal. Yeah, so look, I mean, there's enough new things moving forward with them. I don't know if going back to their original stuff's going to help. Yep. Um, yeah, the same with like Wolfenstein as well. You put that in the exact same boat. So Yeah, all right. Yeah. What about uh, Metal Gear? Now, they did do a 2002 remake, uh, remaster on the Nintendo GameCube called Twin Snakes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, no. Look, Metal Gear, maybe. Like, I, I'm not too sure. I think the PlayStation's got the exclusive on it, though, so... Well, that's, no, I don't think they do, because no. Metal Gear came out on the Xbox yeah, we'll as well. See. We'll see. Um, I would yeah. say, speaking of metal, though, I would say Metal Slug. Oh. Do you remember the Metal Slug series? And that would be good for, for pulling out the little Joy-Cons from side to side and just doing two-play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool, man. Metal Slug was a great Streets game. Streets of Rage. Oh, okay. Ninja Turtles. Double, ja- Double Dragon. X-Men. Yeah, we could do any of those. OG Mortal Kombat. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 1 to 3, maybe 1 to 4. Sure. They yeah. came out, I think, on the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, and they haven't bought it out since. Yeah. Look, I, I spoke about uh, like classic games a couple of weeks ago when I did uh, the live stream for The Cure. Yes. Um, with our friends over at the Epic Film Guys. They raised a bunch of money, and you got some great facial hair. Yep. <laughs> As a a lot of people actually prefer this to my beard. I mean, it's pretty cool. Right. It looks like a massive hipster. Uh, but anyway, we talked about a lot of those classic games. Uh, uh, Galaga? Gallagher? Yeah, Galaga. Yeah. No, I like Galaga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was your favourite movie with Ethan Hawke? Was it Gartica? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Gartica. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Fuck Ethan Hawke as well. But anyway, um, yeah, Gallagher was like one of my favourite games as a kid. I'd like to see something like that. Like put that like a Space Invaders type thing. On on there, I know they've updated it with some other you know some other versions, but get the original and classics on there. It'll be pretty cool. Yeah, what a Sonic. Yeah, maybe like all that shit. You know how they're doing like the the old retro consoles and stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Just do that update for for the Switch. Give me that on the Switch. To Give me honest, the Super I, Nintendo I, update on the Switch. I would just say don't do that and just make me a Nintendo sixty four classic console because I'll buy the living shit out of that. No, just make fucking <laughs> Super Mario Brothers for the Switch, like the original OG. I think you can get that on the. Nintendo uh, the subscription service that oh got. okay yeah yeah I think that's included on that just give me the whole big pack like everything you're putting out on those classic consoles give that to me on the Switch just here's your you know 50 bucks 100 bucks whatever it is like you know here's all of your classic games I'll buy that in a heartbeat mm, okay yeah in cases okay anyway but yeah those, those are the games that I'd remake I think they need to go like retro classics don't fuck these these new consoles they're bringing out like just bring out Something that I can use on my current day consoles. I'm not going to buy anything. You can also sort of like, you know, like little fuzzy loves the Nintendo Switch. But if you pull out a, you know, you pull out a Super Nintendo or you know a, a Sega Genesis with Mortal Kombat, he's like, I'm not, I don't want to touch this. No, no, no. Like no. He, he was over at like, Ian's a couple of years ago, and he was playing NBA Jam, and he's like, it sucks. Yeah, the controllers like, just, the yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's not the same anymore. So yeah. like the nostalgia factor is there for people who played it, but when you play it and then you go, well, shit, it's actually much better on the current gen. You go. There's a reason why we've moved yeah. on. So, look, give me, give me. All but then you'd get them in HD graphic, like you'd get completely remastered graphics. I don't even mind if they're just like just emulated straight across. You don't even need to do that much to them. Yeah, like just make that game on this 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 console totally fine. All right. Tell you what, yeah. though, I was going to say Pokemon, but we are getting new Pokemon games for the Switch, and holy shit, am I excited? <laughs> well, that's yeah. That's there we time. go. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a fun week this week. Uh, lots to go on on about. But next week, duty. We what got, are we going next week? Well, next week, uh, I've got to ta- I've got to ask you two questions. Uh, do, do you, you like- feel lucky? <laughs> do you punk? <laughs> <laughs> do you like Minecraft? Not really. Okay. Do you like the game Ark? Never played it, but I want. It's on the Game Pass. Oh, well, there we go. So the game that we're going to review next week is both of those games together. It's called Pixel Ark. Oh. And it's 
pretty much just looks like Minecraft <laughs> in the survival arc universe. So I'm going to be trying that for next week. Uh, so check you ride out dinosaurs or something like that. In the oh, fuck knows. Uh, <laughs> quite possibly. Um, so yes, big shout out to the people that gave us a copy of that. Yes, I can't remember who that was. I'll tell you next week. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we got a copy of that to review. So we're going to look at that. Um, check out YouTube for uh, the latest video review. Uh, but we'll be reviewing that latest release. Yeah, that's right. There will be a video week. review for for Pixel Arc. There yep. will be. Yep. And I'll also be talking a little bit about. Uh, we didn't get time today, but I'll be talking about the new Dead Cells Free LC, which Ooh, came out on you Switch. You love Dead Cells. Oh, yeah. And they that is 30 bucks at EB Games at the moment. And you know what? If I didn't buy those sneakers, I would have bought it. I mean, seriously, uh, like if there's an option, like they've just released like a bunch of DLC, which completely changes the game again. And it's just awesome. There's a whole new like areas to explore, new enemies, you new everything. Love it. It's a great game. It, it's some, It's a game that I constantly play because it's still fucking good. So, all right, there we go. There we go. So I'll be, we'll be talking about two of those games next week. So um, check us out then. Yes. Well, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Shaking Not Noob. If you like, you can leave us a review. If that's your thing, that's fine. Uh, we'll read it out on the episode if we get one for Shaken Not Noob, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll even rub it in the nerds' faces if we do get one. But uh, this has been Duty signing off saying, play with each other and play with yourself. And this is Fuzzy reminding you to never, ever, ever pre-order anything, especially from EA and especially from Hideo Kojima. Oh, yeah, don't touch that guy. What's up, everybody? Super Movie Brother Dave here. I'm actually going to be doing a review for uh, World War Z instead of Duty or Fuzzy because I bought this game so that they don't have to. World War Z is a game where four survivors must shoot and hack their way through hordes of zombies in this mediocre game that was based on a mediocre movie that isn't even getting a sequel that was based on an amazing novel. It's a cooperative third-person shooter that was developed by Saber Interactive. They were most well-known for their work on Halo Anniversary and the Master Chief Collection. And, of course, you can't forget that they are also developers behind Shaq Fu, a legend reborn. The game has players take the role of one of four characters who must traverse four episodes with three chapters to each episode. Each episode takes place in a different city, Moscow, New York, Jerusalem, or Tokyo. Each episode comes with a new cast of characters, but don't worry because you're not going to get enough story on any of these characters to care much about their story whatsoever. Players can play as any character, customize that character to be any class, and upgrade their weapons in probably the most rudimentary fashion that I've seen. In fact, the weapons and class upgrades are the only aspect of this game that set it apart from the Left 4 Dead series, which this game has clearly modeled themselves after. There is even special infected types like in Left 4 Dead, but instead of shitting your pants when these special infected are around, you'll only need slightly more bullets to take them down. There is no real skill required to play, and the difficulty is pretty weak unless you crank it up to its highest setting. If you were a fan of Left 4 Dead, like I was, there is some fun to be had here, but you will find yourself making comparisons to that superior game. The graphics are not quality. Even in full HD, the character features were muddy, and the zombie gore leaves a lot to be desired. At a $40 price point, or $60 Australian, it's hard to recommend anyone pick this up unless you have a group of friends and you're tired of Apex or whatever AAA shooters you're playing these days and you're just looking for something to have a little fun with your squad on the downtime. I played the majority of the game alone with bots as my partners, but I was able to jump online and assemble a squad of some randoms, and it was a bit of fun running and gunning down some Zeke, but unless you convince three other friends to buy this game, there is no reason to pick it up. Just wait for it to come on Xbox Game Pass xbox game for gold or ps4 for free 
I'm going to be giving it a 3.25 out of 5. But you should all read the novel because it's just fantastic. 